game broadcasts would be better. Maybe I'd watch Tom Brady if he could yeah. swear. Oh. I don't know. If he now if he swears for that three hundred seventy five million dollars, count me in. But he ain't gonna because he's boring. <laughs> Welcome to the latest episode of What Did I Miss? This is an honor. I'm going to call you JB because that's what they call you, JB, because I hear you all on the radio Love all the it. time. It's Jessica Love Benson it. joining us from the Memphis Grizzlies, also co-host of Rise and Grind. Um, yeah, I feel like I know I feel like I know the whole crew there because I'm in the car more than I'm not. Memphis Grizzlies, this is the perfect day to have you on. My first question is a deep one and one I put a lot of thought into. Uh, what the hell was that last night? Grizzlies and Warriors. Let me try to really break it down okay. and give my capital J journalist approach on what Thank happened. You. The Grizzlies don't give a flippity flip <laughs> about what anyone expects them to do, what anyone thinks is going to happen. You're without your all-star point guard. Okay. You have Steven Adams like sipping on oxygen in the first quarter. You've got Dylan yeah. Brooks hobbling. Desmond Bain is a new man. His back, he like cracked it back open. Oh. He was ready to go out, shoot the threes. Man, I don't know what to say. I know a lot of people don't watch the Grizzlies all year because there's just not that many nationally televised games. But yeah. this is like the stupid fun that this team has produced with John Morant, without John Morant, whoever's on the court. Uh, I mean, they beat the Oklahoma City Thunder by 73 points earlier this year, and they made the Golden State Warriors look like the Thunder in a Western Conference semifinals game. So that's that. I mean, I will say this is, might be the first playoff game in my that I can remember where I just – I just changed the channel at some point. I was like, you know, this is awesome, except for I don't know if I can do I can do 50 and 40 point blowouts in a playoff game. And you know what? I, I feel like I was guilty of this. And I'm wondering how many other people you've encountered. We know what the team was able to do during the regular season was jaw jaw was out for 20 whatever games he was out. It was a lot of games and they were fine. And yet, for some reason, when he got hurt during the playoffs, I had that <gasps> no moment forgetting completely what they could do. Have you noticed that a lot of people forgot about that and then were quickly reminded again last night? Yeah, it really felt like the bottom fell out of the city. Like it flatlined. Like there was so yeah. much excitement and the series has been so weird with all the extracurriculars anyway. So like some of the fun <laughs> had been sucked out along the way. And then that happens and you go into that game four situation at the Chase Center and the Warriors played terribly and yet they still win and it just feels so demoralizing and so then you have to come home you learn John Morant is doubtful for the rest of the playoffs you hear Steph Curry weaponizing your own words of whoop that trick against you and so like going into FedEx Forum last night I don't know it just felt like uh, is this door closing is this the beginning of the end Certainly, you don't want the Grizzlies going out sad. No. But then you just had a situation, yet again, they're predictably unpredictable in the best of ways. And if you turn the channel, you didn't get to see a John Conchar dunk in the playoffs. <laughs> so, like, that's just, that's disappointing. Those aren't words you say. Um, no, they are not. Really. <laughs> of Purdue <laughs> Fort Wayne. Wow. Um, yeah. So, the whooping of the tricks. Um, I wrote a college thesis on whooping tricks. And I'd like to understand A, why do I giggle every time I hear it? And B, do you think Steph went back to the locker room or at least got on the plane last night and was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have turned that one around on them. That was a mistake. Yeah, because sometimes the trick whoops you. And that's what the Warriors <laughs> found out last night. And the thing about this city, like Memphis in particular, I've been here six years now. And one of my favorite things about Memphis is that the fans, the people, just everyone, like they're going to clown the hell out of you. If you say something like that and then you don't come on the court and back it up, that's why you had Al Capone himself performing whoop that trick during the game and he goes, I Steph mean. Curry in your face. In Steph Curry's <sighs> face. And like, I know Draymond's dancing and Steph's dancing, but like, <laughs> what else are you going to do in that situation? 
The visual of uh, like Draymond looks like a kid at a birthday party. He just looks so Beautiful. happy to be doing that. But at the same time, I'm like, well, it's Draymond. Never trust Draymond. He's he's the ultimate troll. He's good at it. But then I'm thinking this is this was not a good idea. I don't think at all. And the, the fans just I, I want everyone to be able to go to a game there just because it looks like they're having the most fun. And I know it's playoffs, and but not every playoff team has that kind of atmosphere. Like, does this seem like you've been around these games? Like, does this seem different to you compared to some of the other teams in this thing? Absolutely. And there's like a whole collegiate vibe, period. Like you think about college football games and various traditions and whether it be enter Sandman or jump around. Like in Memphis, you have whip that trick. And it's <laughs> so bizarre and so unique, but it's it's people from every single walk of life. It is old people. It is young people. The crowd is so diverse here and everybody comes together. Like we joked on Rise and Grind this morning on Grand City Media. I was like, is this the new Kumbaya? Because Draymond yeah. Green after the game said, we're all going to come together and do whoop that trick together. And I'm like, all right, hold hands, whoop that trick. Like this is the unifying moment that we've all been waiting for. Uh, but no, it's just it's just different here. You can't really explain it. And I know people see it on TV, but it's so different to be in that arena and to experience it live. And that's where this team specifically, like this iteration of the Memphis Grizzlies fits so perfect because they're just like a stupid, fun, young team. Like they don't know any better. And so it fits that mold perfectly. And we've seen it all year and now it's just elevated into this. And you give a young team just like a smidgen of confidence and there's no telling what they could do. I mean, I, yeah, you've got to be the most confident team in the whole wide world waking up this morning after that debacle or whatever that was from the Warriors standpoint. Anyways, um, you've gotten to see John. Ja, you have a front row seat. Like you see John ja Morant. You get to hear him, watch him do everything he does. For those of us who haven't been able to be up close and personal, is he like, who is he? Is he that much fun? Are, are we going to get duped? Is this all an act? Like, what is he? You're not getting duped. Like in this situation, he... First of all, he has that extra mentality. Like that's where the word superstar, we want to throw it around so recklessly sometimes. But for someone like John Morant, he sits in that space of one of my coworkers described it perfectly this morning. Like he's one of those players like similar to a Kobe where a loss hurts more than a win feels good. And so nice. he sits in that space. Like no one hates being out more than John Morant, which is such a cliche. You're going to say that about any player who's a leader and an all-star in the playoffs, but he really embodies it. But then you also see how much he loves his team and he's out there. He's got the joggles on. He's always the first one <laughs> off the bench. He's always the first one. He will fight you on social media. If you come at this team, especially if you're from Memphis and he'll tell you if you're going to step on the other side, like you stay on the other side because you're going to ride and die for this team in the same way that, that I am. But then in terms of his play, I mean, truly, like working on the radio is impossible with John Moran because the things that he physically does with his body, you can't describe them like that. You're right. Paint a picture with your words. No, you can't. He's John Morant. Like his body just it moves in ways. The dunks that he throws down, there's no better way to say like, hey, I'm sorry. I would love to describe to this to you, but you're going to have to go on <laughs> social media and find the highlights for yourself. Like that's, I can that's only say job. that you, I can say that was awesome so many times yes. in one game. I got to come up like, with pull so out much. the thesaurus like. Wow. Like it's too much. I, I, you know, I heard a lot of talking heads of various, you know, either former players or just straight up talking heads or whatever. And there seems to be this sort of fight that's going on between them about what Ja has to do next as far as preserving his body. He has to change the way he plays seems to be the one thing I keep hearing, which he's still a, a young, young man. I, no one's going to try to tell Ja Morant that. Like, and if they do, my goodness, you're taking away such a gift from the rest of us. Has anyone mentioned that there in Memphis? Like, is he going to have to change something because he's so damn athletic that he's going to always be hurt? Yeah, there's always a little bit. Sometimes I sit in the space of like, oh, 
this is what it feels to be a mother or a parent because every <laughs> time he hits the ground, I'm like, <gasps> gasp. And there's just a collective feeling. And and that's just the kind of player he is. But then he pops back up and you're like, does he have flubber? Is he Gumby? Is he human? I don't know what he is. Is he the Terminator? There's just like endless <laughs> references that you can make with this kid. <laughs> and that's where, you know, it is scary because you have a situation now where it stinks. He's not playing and he's out with this bone bruise on his right knee. And you don't want those to collectively age him eventually because this is a player that you want to be watching for as long as humanly mm -hmm. possible so maybe someday there's a time where he can't dunk on everyone's face you can choose like one or two a season like pick your guys pick who you want to put on a poster go for that but not always being as aggressive but then you say that and it's like well how can you suck the fun out of john morant like that's what he does so it sits in kind of a can. funky place it is very rare to see this like the star of a team who is out. I mean, we saw it during the regular season and he was so supportive and that was very rare to see. I mean, there are some stars that if they're hurt, they don't even travel. They don't do anything. And he wasn't just on the bench there cheering them on. But I, I saw that too. Like, he was defending them on Twitter. And what a great situation to be in as John Morant that you know, okay, I can afford to miss a few games because my team picks me up. And then I think on the other side of that, you have the, the Sixers where – Joel Embiid's having a night. I mean, everything hurts. He's getting whacked in the face again, whatever. And you'd like to think that the other parts of that team would step it up. James Harden, I'm looking exactly at you. And and they don't. I, I hope everyone in Memphis realizes, like, this is such a rare, beautiful thing to watch. And it would be fun to be a fan of this team because that's the way it's supposed to be. Does everyone know that other teams don't have it like that? Like, you just have a bunch of superstars with egos that don't seem to get along. Yeah, and Taylor Jenkins said it after the game last night. He was like, we deep. And it's so simple, but it's so true. Like we deep, you have everything. And even in a situation where you're watching, and I just, I hate injuries, period. So you're watching the Warriors now have to adjust without Gary Payton the second. Last night, Otto Porter Jr. doesn't play the second half. What that means, he's been like a rebounding monster for them and was a huge reason why they won that boards battle in the first four games. But for the Grizzlies, it's constantly the next man up mentality. And again, it goes back to these cliches that Taylor Jenkins is constantly throwing out. Everybody eats. We don't need to do more. We need to be better. Uh, next man up. And and they just embrace it. Like when Dylan Brooks is out, okay, we're going to bring Zaire Williams, the rookie who was supposed to be a project, <laughs> who's now coming out here. He drinks like 800 gallons of water a day. So he's hydrated and he's ready to go. And, and he comes out and has big moments. And DeAnthony Melton will step up. Brandon Clark has been tremendous for this group and after he struggled in the first four games of the series finally his floaters start to fall last night and then even Steven Adams like somebody who is basically deemed unplayable in the first round I against mean. the Timberwolves and then he gets COVID and then he has to come back from COVID and then he comes in and he's just out here gobbling rebounds again and setting screens like he wants to destroy your soul <laughs> with his body but it's just like up and down the roster it's remarkable to see how willing and able every single player is to embrace whatever role they need on any given night. And like, it's life. There's always going to be egos, but this group seems so bought into the system that they're just so confident in it. They almost don't even care. Do they hear the, not chance, but the talk, the sort of whispering on the outside of, yeah, Memphis was awesome this year. They were so much fun to watch. They did everything they were supposed to do, but this just won't be the year because they're just too young. Do they hear that? Absolutely. And I think that's the thing that's, while we are trying to deem when this team truly believed in themselves as a contender for the first time. And I think if you even go back to, they started the year nine and 10, they lose John Morant in a game against the Atlanta Hawks where they get blown out. And it just, again, it felt like the city took a nosedive in their expectations for this season. And instead 
collectively they come together. Jaron Jackson Jr. takes a step forward in his career, and you know, I think he's on his way to becoming one of the best two-way players in the league and, and is a defensive anchor for this group. And just everybody buys in. Tyus Jones is your backup point guard. He had <laughs> nine assists and zero turnovers. That's what I mean, he leads the NBA in assist-to-turnover ratio. Like, that's all you can ask for. And people will be like, oh, you're crazy. Tyus Jones, because we always say in Memphis, oh, he could start on – Name a team, list some teams yeah. that need a starting point guard. And they're like, Tyus Jones, he's a backup. No, he's not. Go watch that game last night. Like that's steadying presence. So it's almost like that blind optimism of their youth kind of prevents them from listening to what everyone else is saying. But we all were young once. Like you get cocky. You have a Heck little yeah. bit of arrogance. You have a little bit of swag. It works. It's, it's Sometimes I think it's the best space to be in because you don't yeah. have to hear all that other stuff. The other guys have all the pressure. There's been a little bit of a trend this season in some of the other playoffs and series. And I think, well, I love it. Personally, I hate hugging. And I hate hugging, especially between opponents. And we have reached this like ridiculous level of sort of, I don't know. I don't even know what to call it. It's just so... Blah, where everybody's hugs, hugs, hugs during, before, after the games. And I'm seeing less and less of it. And I don't know. A lot of it's like it's the Giannis, it's the Luca. Like they don't seem to really have any time or desire for any of the buddy, buddy BS that seems to go on in a lot of other situations. Is this a new can this be a new trend? Can we go back to the old school where, hey, maybe you guys are friends like in the off season, but we don't want to ever see that. And these guys aren't giving us that. If anything, they're going above and beyond to let us know they are not friends. Is this, can we have this? Is this happening? Please. Think how much we could all accomplish <laughs> if we didn't have to do the BS. We didn't have to do small talk. Oh. Like, I don't need to talk to you about the weather. I know it's hot. I experience yeah. it every single day. We don't, we don't have to go there, but I love it. I mean, it's, that's what what basketball is all about like yes. there's there's a level of respect and you can get into that but at the end of the day it's competition that's where even though the conversations that popped off in the beginning of this series with the Warriors and the Grizzlies there's also still an element of the theater in it like Draymond Green is one of the best instigators <laughs> the Grizzlies have Dylan Brooks and I know Dylan Brooks would take that play back if he could on GP2 if he of said course. it it wasn't intentional whatsoever but then you also have Dylan Brooks who embraces the role of being Dylan the villain. Like my guy walks into game four and he shot himself out of game four, but he's wearing the cure on his shirt. And he's like, I am the cure. This is who I am. <laughs> like he just, it's all of those little extra things that make this so much more fun. So I don't think you have to get caught up in the, the necessity of pleasantries anymore, which is so refreshing. Oh. No, and I love it. I think there was one point, I, I don't even remember who was, it might've been Jalen Brown Giannis moment the other day. And it, you, it was just very clear Neither one was interested in the other one helping them up. Neither one. It was yes. just rolling of the eye. Like, like get away. And I, oh, I got so happy. It just, my heart sang. I was like, this is what I want out of my sports. I don't care if your best friend's off the field. I don't want to see it. Save it for, you know, tomorrow. Like, whatever. Are you, as, as I know you're like in this thing, full Memphis, Memphis Golden yeah. State. Are there other series that you're interested in? Does anything else have your, has piqued your interest at all? So intrigued. I mean, Bucks Celtics. It's like, what are you going to do? We're trying to prep for the pregame show yesterday and our game is going on and you're watching oh. Drew Holiday make that play and you're watching Giannis once again establish himself as the best player in the world right now. It's just so intriguing because the Celtics defense is one of those things where you're like, am I giving it too much credit? Am I not giving it enough credit? Where is this going to sit on any given night? But that series is so much fun. The other two, I don't, everything has felt in a space of like fluidity throughout all of this. And for both of those games with the heat winning by 30 plus, and then the yeah. sun's winning by 30 plus, it kind of sucks some of that energy out of it, but I'm still interested. Like 
I love when you talk about players not liking each other. I love watching Luca and Devin Booker go at it because I don't think they're <laughs> friends off the court either. Like they just straight no. up don't like each other. So it gives you that little extra drama. But there's nothing better than Bucks Celtics right now. And I hate that they're being played. If we could like call the NBA and make them oh, change yeah. up the schedule so that we could just enjoy one of those games, not on a Grizzlies game day, that'd be great. That's true because you're, I mean, the ending of those and they've been good. Like that was a good one last night. You, you're basically ready to go on the air. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Actually. I didn't think about that. For sure you. I, I'm bummed out that Embiid's not a 100% Embiid yeah. in that series because I had zero expectation from Harden and it looks like um, we're all going to be right on that one again. And I really, I'm pulling for, I'm pulling for the upset. I, I want Dallas to, to just figure something out. I'm, I look, I live in a world where I don't want Chris Paul to ever have a ring. So if that means the Mavericks have to be the ones or you guys have, whoever has to be the ones to, to kill that dream. I'm 100% here for all of it. Um, okay, I love I love the Memphis Grizzlies. I love watching them play. I, it, personally, like they've knocked the Spurs out of a couple playoffs of, over the course of the years that were painful. I think it was like the 1-8 was not the good one. Um, but they are the most fun to watch. So I, I'm enjoying the series. I've never seen anything like I saw last night, not from a team like the Golden State Warriors in that capacity. Like that, the, the city must be riding high this morning. And what a fun time to be there, I would imagine. Um, we're taking a break, though. Because when we get back, other crap has been happening around the world, believe it or not. I find it hard to believe. And we'll be joined by Paige, possibly Gabe, if he feels like it. We'll find out. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome back. We got Paige and Gabe joining us. It's a special, and I think we should do all the time, edition of What Else Did We Miss Today? Jessica's going to help me out because I think there's a lot. Who's starting? G oh, Gabe, you? Yeah, you. Yeah. You yeah, this is, this is kind of like an in, insider, like, industry story. Like, I'm not I'm not actually not sure that this got any <laughs> mainstream coverage. Um, so I'm sorry. And Jess, uh, you're, you know, yeah. new to the gang here. So I, I don't mean to bore you with, like, some boring <laughs> industry speak. But there's a guy. It's a broadcast oh, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. There's this guy. He played quarterback for a few years. He's pretty good. He just signed a, a future, in air quotes, future deal with Fox, a 10-year, $375 million reported deal uh, to start broadcasting kind of whenever he feels like it, I guess. Tom Brady is going to be the next big shot broadcaster for Fox Sports uh, with their NFL coverage. He's replacing, of course, Troy Aikman. And the GDP of like 17 nations also, but go on. <laughs> yeah. Like and uh, and of course, this is when he <laughs> retires, <laughs> which <laughs> who knows. So anyway, you oh, guys yeah, have no, fun okay, with great. that. Jess, what do you? What would you do with three hundred and seventy-five million dollars? Whenever you felt like it, <laughs> I wouldn't work. 
I would Ever. stop working. <laughs> I would what retire happily and find an island. I feel, this news has been out for days, and my eyes still like involuntarily twitched when I heard that number. Oh, this cut through? You heard? I thought this was just like in the trades. I didn't no, know. Well, we, we, are, we subscribe to some insider magazines, so we get like some, yeah, we get updates. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, um, I don't understand math, right? Fine. Make that the tease to every podcast we do from here on out. I don't understand math because A, I've never right. heard the dude say anything that I went, man, that was provocative. B, how the hell do you pay? I hope everybody else in all of these. And by the way, this isn't just a Fox thing for me. This is everybody because ESPN chalked up a bunch of coin to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I'm sure Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet are not going to be scrapping together government cheese on their new deals from Amazon. Like we are paying massive amounts of money to the people who call these games. Oh, I'm sorry. Tony Romo was the OG in this in this realm. And for what? I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, I have never watched a game, football specifically, and said to myself, Who, who's calling this one? I better, I better turn over to the... No, I watch Red Zone 99% of the time. How does this pay out? Like, I, I don't get it. Every person at these companies that's not these guys, either you unionize if you're not already and you all walk out, or you better get some raises because that is asinine. $375 million for a dude who hasn't even ever done that job yet. God, I hope he sucks. I hope he sucks so bad that they have to regret this for the rest of their... I hope he's boring-ass Tom Brady, who's like, I'm never going to tell you guys anything interesting or honest, and $375 million worth of bore. Please, Jesus of the sports. I am also a Red Zone watcher, so I'm with you there, and I also suck at math. So <laughs> both of those things are incredible. Too. So much so that I thought I was buying a normal water bottle. I kid you not. And I ended up with this, the size of my face, because I didn't understand what the leader system was. That nope. said, I came before I worked for the Grizzlies. I worked in the world of local TV news, and there are a lot of like dudes and dudettes who want to do that play-by-play analyst life and I think about how sad they are making like $35,000 still trying to cut their teeth and they look at a deal like that and it just has to be the most depressing thing in the world to think Oh my Tom God. Brady stole my job in 10 years. It's not even right 10 now. Years. Like it could if be 10 when years it feels now. Like it. it could be next year. It could be never. Who knows? Also, if you're Buccaneers fans, are, how are you feeling about this right. news? Because that just seems like the writing's on the wall there. And secondly, like you're, he's going to make more money yapping once a week for you know 17 weeks than he will have done for the 400 years that he's played football. Hey, Scott Hansen, I don't know who your agent is, but you better get his ass on the phone with about 300 people. Because if you're not making $375 million plus $1 by the end of this thing, your agent should be fired. Period. I'll be your agent. Scott Hansen's the real hero here, and he's the real one that's getting pooped on. Commercial free God. football. Thing. What? <laughs> I have one pause. First of all, I think it's really brave of both of you to admit that you don't know how math works. Thank <laughs> you, Paige, you Peach. We know. Um, Peach. But <laughs> I want to say one positive thing, okay? Mm-mm. Look, we're, not, we're never going to be free, Brady, but hear me out. It's kind of genius to just have a job that starts <laughs> whenever you want after your current job that you're in. It's brilliant. No, it is yeah. absolutely brilliant. I don't know who his agents if are. If to give genius. me a job that starts whenever I want yeah. and pays me that much money and guarantees By the way, me employment for 10 years. You I'm don't even have to pay me. I'll you could offers. pay me pay me $100 million. I'll, I'll do it for $100 million. Yeah. That's the kind of bargain I'm willing to cut for someone right now. When I feel like it, I will take that job for $100 million. <laughs> What does Giselle so think? Because Giselle's the breadwinner. Like She makes she, more money than yeah. he makes. No, well, not anymore. She doesn't care. That was all part of the plan, wasn't it? (laughs) 
I'd leave his ass because I'd be like, nope, I want to be the breadwinner. Now you're overpowering me and I don't like it. I'm out. I'm out. Also, oh, who's he going to call him with? Do we even know that yet? Yeah. Uh, Kevin Burkhart. Oh, Kevin's fine. Who cares? God, it's about the game. What are we doing? I want the refs to get raises. I want everybody who works in the stadiums to get raises. Every other person should be getting a raise before you hand Tom Brady $375 million. I hate to sound like some sort of hippie right now, but that's where we are. <laughs> this is bullshit. That's okay, good. go on. I don't have uh, a good segue to the next one, so I'm just going to go for it. All right. Our guy, Sam Howell, this is important information for us <laughs> to consider. He recently revealed that he only eats chicken, mostly tenders and nuggets, and has never tried a steak or a burger and also doesn't eat seafood. This kid is 21 years old. No. No. <laughs> has he been in I a agree. prison this whole time? Was he being held hostage? What, how, why is this even happening? Who are his parents? I don't know. What, what I found most interesting was that this didn't come out pre-draft. Because this seems yeah. like something that various pre-draft shows could have done right? two or three episodes on. I love tenders. Like, I, <laughs> I, I love chicken tenders more than I love most things in life. Fair but enough. if I'm at a steakhouse, I would be humiliated to order chicken tenders over a right? steak. Right? Over the age of eight. Yeah, I do believe you should. Okay, maybe that. over the age of 14. Like, give some Fine. grace. Fine, I'll give it, maybe he's a little slower than the other kids, right. I don't know. But like, no seafood, no steak, no burger? Like, fine, you never had a steak or seafood, I don't know, maybe that's a family thing. But a burger is on par with chicken tenders, it's just better, but who is this per Like, I'm worried for him. I don't think I could ever be friends with him, I know that for a fact. No, I have a bigger issue with not even trying. Just try. I hate people that don't try food. It's literally what they say yeah. to like toddlers, just try it. Yeah, try it once. You never Here have to comes eat the airplane. <laughs> You're yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Like I, in a world where I have to force feed you a delicious piece of ribeye, what kind of weird ass thing is that? Who is Bad. this? I don't. I'm not rooting for him ever. Bad. But he's also only 21. Your body yes. will also at some point be like, guess what? We don't do chicken tenders anymore. Mm -hmm. You're now 700 pounds. So you're gonna have to figure that out too, because that's not that's not health. I just I'm just. I'm just blown away by people who don't embrace food. Like the thing that separates us from most of the animal kingdom is the variety of food we have on a daily basis that we get to choose and make different and cook. Like that's what makes us awesome. And when you don't embrace that and you just eat like, like my dogs eat the same exact meal every single day. That's the level Sam wants to be on. All right. <laughs> so be it. That's a weird level to want to be on. Personally, I like different things every day, all day. I just, I don't trust a man who only eats chicken tenders. Something's wrong with him and it will come out. Facts. Not saying he's a serial killer, but I'm not saying he's not. Oh, Gabe left. Oh. <laughs> he's over it. <laughs> all right. Bye, Gabe. <laughs> okay. Fair, fair Are you guys glad you waited for me to join Can't the wait. team here? You better this hurry up and spit out the great. words till you die again. All right. <laughs> Let's take it from here. Nikola Jokic. Yes. Back-to-back -back NBA MVP, who everyone thinks is great, accepted his award remotely after riding in on a horse, a <laughs> carriage behind a horse somewhere in Serbia. I got to admit, I was not a fan. I found him to be boring and uh, lacking in personality. He Aww. just became my favorite NBA player. Do you all agree? Yes. You also, he's wearing the tank. Like being drawn <laughs> in on a horse carriage in a tank top is the perfection of the look altogether. So yes. 
Yeah, and he's side saddling that carriage. Like he's not even sitting like a normal person would. He sort of has to have both legs kind of <laughs> like because he's so large. <laughs> uh, didn't Malone go there though? Like Malone is there. They took the picture together, which I thought was hell of a commitment to giving somebody some hardware. Or at least I maybe I made that up. But yeah, no, it's um, it's just perfect. It's perfect. I love that he's already home. Like good for him. No, I have no complaints. If anybody has anything negative yeah. to say. Well, I mean, I don't think he deserves to have won two MVPs in a row, considering the, the team he is the most valuable player on can't win. But yeah, as far as just being a human and a likable enough guy, yes, I'm on board. Okay, so I need more of go. this type of stuff, though. Me too. Well, hopefully From we get some more guys on horses. Oh, more carriage personality picks. Yeah, yeah. I feel Maybe like we'll get more. Him. Yeah. It's probably on purpose. He probably wants to. Can, can I give a note just as a like an obnoxious producer sort of stepping in and saying how this video is great? I of course. Let me see. I think it could have been better if Carl Malone had been riding the no, horse. No, F Carl Malone. Anybody got time for Carl well, Malone? Well, I, I agree, except yeah. if Carl's part of it. I'm saying he's there. You cast him. I mean, he's side saddling this it. tiny chair. Like it, this is awesome. <laughs> And like, are these, are the brothers there? I don't even know which ones are the brothers and which ones. His outfit is, he, if you didn't know that that was an NBA player, you would never know it from this video. Zero chance. No. I mean, he's got. His arms are are less tan than I would have expected for a wealthy man. No, dude, he's white as hell. You ever seen him play? He's so white that when he gets hot, his nose turns red. He cares about sun protection, Gabe. (laughs) He gets it. I love him so much. He's a sunscreen girly. I saw those arms and I was like, they look like my fiance's arms. Jokic, (laughs) he's just like us. (laughs) He's just like, are you marrying Jokic? And he's got a billion people there to hug. Like, I'm loving all of this. Many hugs, all the hugs, all the way around. Yes, please. By the way, I love that he's wearing a helmet on a horse that ride that was going maybe two miles per hour and his feet were touching the ground. But by all means, please, safety first. He's a pale safety first for the MVP. (laughs) Thank you. A pale safety girly. I love He's a hero. He's a hero. All right, what else? All right, speaking of more NBA stuff, this comes from SI's Howard Beck, who uh, let us all know that NBA players have put at least $95,000 in the proverbial swear jar this year in fines, which is more than any season in the last two decades. Um, (laughs) Partially to do with FCC rules around, you know, language and press conference and stuff, but also the NBA, uh, I think, head of league operations said it has to do with, like, a decorum of the league. So... What I want to know from you two is how the fuck do we feel about that? I fucking hate it. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. Yeah. Fuck that. I think we all just were free to say what we want to say when it comes to the words that we use in the swear jar. Life would Thank be better. Thank you. My mouth, my choice. Fuck off. Game broadcasts would be better. Maybe I'd watch Tom Brady if he could yeah. swear. Oh. I don't know. If he Now, if he swears for that $375 million, count me in. But he ain't gonna. Because he's boring. <laughs> you all right, Gabe? Oh, I'm sorry. Are your sensitive ears uh, bleeding my mouth, over my there? I, <laughs> now, my, that, that did break me. <laughs> Let me ask you guys this real question. Because Jessica and, and Beetle, you've spent a lot of time around NBA players. You've spent a lot of time around the crews that cover the NBA. Ah, yeah. You know how it works. Here's my guess. There's more microphones. There's more access we're getting into places we never got before. They've always been cursing like pirates. Right. This is nothing new. Yeah. Watch the friggin', you know, Showtime Lakers show on HBO. They, these guys curse. 
It's just that the microphones pick it up now. Yeah. Because we're eager to hear it's them. It's a little, I wonder what it is per, I don't know like, are there tiers to the charges? Like, is F the worst and then boom, boom, boom? Or is it all just one, you know, 10 bucks? A, I don't even know Collective. what it is. $1,000 <laughs> oh, a square. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. It's, it can be like 25 grand. Like, Damn. it's quite a lot. Quite a lot. It's like Jeopardy. Yeah. You can we pick know your who? price. And but choose. I don't yeah. think it's microphones, Gabe. I don't think it's access because we've, we've had media access. Like, it's a lot of press conference stuff. It's not like they're picking it up on like a hot mic in the locker room. This is guys. Oh, so this is the accidental and say like, okay. fuck that shit or whatever. <laughs> bleep, bleep, bleep. Oh, this is specifically when they're sitting down talking. This has nothing to do huh. with. It's not just like on the, the court. Being yeah. caught on mic. Mm -mm. Luca's had a couple of oh, those. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of. um. All right. Oh, that is wild. I mean, again, we're so sensitive. We're so sensitive. Good Lord. They're just words. I mean, I, I don't give a yeah, shit, I but I, I thought I misunderstood the whole if story. If I had a swear I jar in my life, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be able to buy a house. I wouldn't even be able to buy meals. I'd be like, Mom, <laughs> all my money's in a swear jar somewhere in the world. Oh, well. It was one of the well, weirdest things. When I moved to the South, men would always apologize for swearing in front of me, like when I first moved here. Because you're mixed company, like, JB. It's mixed well, company. That's freaking weird. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? And then you, then you start thinking, you're like, Shoot, do I need to adjust my entire language? Like, what the heck? <laughs> no, you do not. No, you do not. People are sensitive. But that's good. 95000 what's that go to? Anything good? Probably Adam not. Silver's Here's wardrobe? an example, okay, Gabe. Good, just... <laughs> In April, feisty Timberwolves veteran Patrick Beverly, who we all love, um, was docked $30,000 for a dual infraction, first boasting, again, two reporters, I fucking told y'all on the night <laughs> Minnesota made the playoffs. That was thirty yeah. grand, but then so then ninety five doesn't seem like that much. If thirty is right off the pop, there like for one, yeah. So that's like four swear words. So they caught, huh? Should be at higher. At least ninety five. Yeah, if it's like eight mil, okay, fine. But that's still lame. What are we four? Give me Rudy Gobert in a live TV interview dismissed team skeptics with a terse "fuck the talk." I mean, this is great. More First of all, that could have been a language. That could have been lost in translation. We don't even know if that's what he said. <laughs> generous but like that's okay. that's rude okay fair enough what else i'm going into this one blind so let's Great. go um oh no i'm not i know this story <laughs> I, I i pray you guys have not seen this so we can get an honest reaction the mayor of dallas tweeted out a pitch for a second nfl team in the dallas fort worth area he said quote why we're about to pass the Chicago Metro and uh, become the number three Metro in the U.S., which would make us the largest without two teams. Football is king here. Dallas needs an expansion team. And we would be able to sustain two better than L.A. or New York. So I don't know why he's taking shots at L.A. and New York, because right there in his own city, no one wants this. Right? This is a terrible idea. Is this the worst idea you've ever heard from a politician? Oh, uh, well, no. that list is long, but that's a weird timing on that one, Gabe. Nothing, um, but nothing <laughs> bad going on in the news. I don't know why you guys are reacting that way. That is absolutely freaking who is this Mayor McDallas person that thinks this is a good idea? First of all, football's the most expensive thing to pull off and to put on. Your team's not even that good. So maybe we concentrate and put all of our eggs in that basket for a second. And, and no, and also LA and New York have had. Those two teams, I'm not really sure. Your your original comparison was to Chicago, and Chicago doesn't have two football teams. So I'm not really sure what you're – you want another baseball team or something? Eh, maybe we can talk about that. But, like, that's pointless. And I almost want it to happen so that it goes down as the worst thing a Dallas politician's ever done for the city. In a way, I'd like the chaos. High bar. 
Yeah. Team Chaos. Jerry know. Jones can own both of them. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Go He'll it. definitely live forever then. No, I want this now. I've decided I want it. The Cowboys and the what's oh, too many inappropriate things and politically incorrect. We're not going to do that. Well, All right. Fair enough. Like uh, like some stories in the news. I think there's a little bit of the, you know, the dog who caught the car here. I say let him have yeah. it. Yeah. Let him have fail. it and then live with the consequences, you idiots. It's multi-billion dollar fail. I'm in. Now, would they get a new stadium? Because see, that's that's where you bury yourself. If you do another stadium and taxpayers even put one penny towards it and then it fails. Oh, God, no. I mean, Kara lives in Dallas. She's saying no right here on the thing. So for that, yeah, we're going to say yes. <laughs> I was going to say, our producer Kara is editing our rundown that we're all looking at just with a lot of capital N's and O's. <laughs> I get it. I got to tell you, I I, uh, I know you've all spent time there. Like the Dallas Fort Worth to all of us from the rest of America, mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, whatever. That's like the same thing. That's like Manhattan and Brooklyn, like big yeah. deal. It's the same city. No, no, not if you're from that area. That is not the same thing. Don't you dare say it is. So maybe they're thinking this should be on like the Fort Worth like end. The Fort things. Worth cattle herders or something. I don't know. Because this is the mayor of Dallas popping off. He's just saying the metro area. I don't. I think this is an awful idea. And for that reason alone, I really want it to happen. Genuinely want this now. I wonder if I can help okay. campaign. This mayor sounds brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> noted, noted Texan. You, got, you, yeah, have, sure. you're, you, were, you can let them know you were recently um, yeah. awarded at your high school. That's right. I'm one of Bernie High School's somethings. So you're the, the come on. No, don't, no. Don't. There's like 20 of us. Thank you very much. I'm just part of this no, year's no, no. crop. <laughs> Shut up. What's next? Jessica, Distinguished you're, alumni. you're, Dis- oh, that's it. That's you're it. around greatness. Distinguished alumni. I couldn't think yeah. of any of those words. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. congr- yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. It's, it's, it's made me who I am today. Let's be wow. honest. You guys are idiots. All right. What's next? All right. So a passenger, I think this happened yesterday. A passenger is in, I think it's like a five or six seater small Mm. plane. The pilot becomes incoherent, incapacitated, is no longer conscious. Passenger hops on the old radio and uh, lets him know that the pilot is down and he has no idea how to fly the plane. It's an incredible video if you watch it. But I was curious, do you, Beetle, I know how you feel about planes, but do you Mm -hmm. think in that scenario you could stay calm enough to get the plane on the ground, which, by the way, this man did flawlessly. So kudos to him. So for me personally, I'm not getting on that plane. Secondly, if I had to get on that plane, that's a two to three Xanax pop. And so, no, there's no You're chance I can land that plane. I'm already incapacitated. <laughs> I'm incapacitated watching this. But it is beautiful. I mean, look how many movies where they, they just talk them through landing a triple seven. It doesn't seem like it's that hard. <laughs> Sorry, triple seven? Uh, I'm sorry. Snakes on a plane? That thing didn't <laughs> land itself. Thank you very much. <laughs> the casualness of did you watch? Did you watch Yellow Jackets by any chance? No, I want to though. That's the cannibal one, right? Yeah, right. little Allegedly. cannibal, little plane crash. Mix them yes. all together. But one of the girls like takes a Xanax or something, and she's knocked out. And next thing you know, you wake up and you're like looking out the window, and there's just trees. And that's my worst nightmare. But no, that's actually you. my best nightmare because I don't want to be awake for the crash. I want to be out. before it crashed. Oh, yeah. but she was still zannied, right? Like, so her reaction was yeah, more of a zanny okay. react. Yeah, so that's yeah. fine. Because you're like, whoa, what's she's going tired. on? Like, she's just tired. <laughs> do you map. think you could land that plane? Because that's a little plane. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe. You think you I think could? I think you could. Mm-hmm. 
Both no. of y'all? No, nah, no chance. Okay. Do you guys ever play? Um, I'm I'm about to trigger half the group here, and this Jessica, this could be the end of a really really nice time knowing you. Uh, <laughs> did you guys ever play the Nintendo game Top Gun and try to land oh, on the no. on the deck? Uh, yeah, actually, yes. It's very, very hard to do. And that was just an intent. Wait a minute. Didn't the old Top Gun also have the fuel plane that you had to get up right next to the jet and like connect the fuel hose? Yeah. And then, yeah, 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 I remember that. That was that. a part of the yeah, game. Old school. Yeah, it was difficult. I, I forgot though. Who was Paige? Who was yeah. Beetle, help me out. Who was in. Um... <laughs> yeah, Top Gun. So Top Gun Page is a, a, a film, a cinematic masterpiece from the <laughs> 80s that starred. Who was it again? I can't remember. It's like it doesn't. Trigger immediately um, a name. He went on line. to do some other things. Jumped on the couch. Um, I think so. He was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Shit, I don't Jessica, know. did you know that top, there's a new Top Gun coming out in two weeks? Hitting did you beers? know this is the third time in the last two weeks that I've had a conversation about Top Gun? Oh, oh well, if you want, I can text you every day about it because that's all I think about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the nature of the other... Two yeah, conversations about uh, Top Gun. One was with a group of people who had not, who were definitively not going to go see the new Top Gun, but then <gasps> realized they had never even seen the first Top Gun. And then okay. my fiance is, is he's been very excited for the new Top Gun. For, he sounds for a like minute. a smart man. Oh, great. He wants to get like his him. aviators. I he like played him. the Nintendo game. He wants to get um, his aviators. <laughs> <laughs> which which category are you in? Are you with him or are you with those other idiots? Can I play like middle ground? No. Tom Cruise, Switzerland? No, no more <laughs> Switzerlands. Okay, Switzerland's I, I, will, no I will be going to see because <laughs> happy spouse, happy house, and he's a giant Golden State Warriors fan, and we have somehow made it through the series thus far. Wow. And so I will not risk it all for not going to see Top Gun Maverick with him after Especially this. if your team pulls off this this amazingness. Oh, you're going to have to do a lot of stuff to make him happy. No, I'm sorry about that. We're getting married That's in July, <laughs> so we just got to we just gotta make it there. Too many deposits have been put down. That's fair. That's you know what what spells happy wedding happy marriage than too many deposits put down can't call it off now <laughs> That's how you show your love <laughs> okay wait so we're taking a break we come back Paige you have a whopper for us to end it on yeah sure do this episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra the official beer sponsor of the NBA want to get closer to the game than ever before Michelob Ultra courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Uh, we are back. We're about to wrap things up. JB, Jessica Benson, Gabe Page here. We're doing a, a special edition, awesome edition of What Else Did I Miss? And we're going to end it on what, Page? So I came across this last night on TikTok. We actually never talked <laughs> about this original one on the pod, I don't think, which was the question of are there more wheels or doors in the world? Mm. Oh, okay. Wow. We, know, I, we didn't discuss it on the podcast. We're not going to redo it. The moment for this is over. But there's a new version of this, which right. is, are there more eyes or legs in the world? Okay. 
Okay, first that spiders broke my brain. So that's but what about potatoes? Legs. Potatoes have eyes. I mean centipedes, shit ton of legs. Mm. <laughs> Hundreds. Do octopus thingies count as legs? Eyes? Um, sure. Yeah. Do tentacles fit into the leg? Yeah. Sure. Is that a leg? We'll say yes. Do little huh. go- like do they have to be working eyes or can they be like googly eyes that you get in a bag? It's a great point. Right. But I was gonna ask: Are these living? Yeah. Are they workable like, eyes? Are we getting? Are we getting cute with the meaning of eyes and legs? Like, are legs of a chair counted? I hadn't oh, considered that. But you know what? Almost every other animal on the planet has more than us. So that's already like multiple, multiple legs. But most of them have only two eyes. I think it's legs. I think it has to be legs. It has to be. Right? How is there? I don't even understand I, how there's an argument for the eyes. I, there's got to be a catch. What has but I the, said this about wheels and doors and then it I broke know. my brain. So I don't want to go there. Uh, let me just say, I mean, luckily, thank God, <laughs> there aren't like millions and billions of snakes in the world, but every snake is is hurting our leg. Fish. And, oh, column. and eels. Fish. fish. Fish have two Butterfly. Eyes. Do butterflies fish, have? Fuck, no, butterflies fish, have little legs. Fish, fish, guys, fish. Fish. <laughs> the entire ocean is full of only eyes. <laughs> Holy fuck, it's just eyes everywhere. Entirely. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. See, this is how I get you. That is so dumb. Fucking two-thirds of the planet (laughs) is water. Nothing in there has legs. Well, not nothing. What do we do? So is it back to eyes? That's true. Crabs have legs, but they also have eyes. And I think some of them have multiple eyes. That has like however many legs. Like, does that number of legs and that number of bugs like that outnumber the fish with the eyes? well, I can tell you I caught like an eight-inch centipede thing the other day, and it had about 4,000 legs. Right. No, I did not like it. I did not care for it at all. Mm, now I'm back to – now is it eyes? I feel like maybe we're back to eyes. See, this is how they do – this is how they make you just shove your head into a freaking wall. Because mm-hmm. I think it's eyes. Now I think it's eyes. Because the fish – you're right. The ocean is like – last night thinking about this. Ginormous. And almost everything in the ocean has no legs. I can't believe we forgot about the ocean. Um, I can't believe we forgot the ocean. Jessica, so I, uh, we only have the Mississippi River in Memphis, so like it makes sense that I forgot. <laughs> but that. nobody also in there has legs. There. Yeah. yeah, but alligators and crocodiles and they have legs. Legs. Okay, birds all of African legs. wildlife. Yeah, birds. See, the birds thing is good. Guy. That helps us. I feel like two legs, two eyes. That's a lot of canceling. That's canceling each other out. You know? I'm going to do um, a spreadsheet today. I think, and I'm going to just go all down right. all the animals. And start because I think we're missing something. There's something obvious we're missing. Hmm. I'd like to propose an idea. Okay, um, Jessica, if this is really for you. And I, if if you don't want to do this, I understand. <laughs> I we don't know each other well yet. I would like to propose that after the series ends with Golden State and the Grizzlies, let's just say that it goes Golden State's way, and you are. You know, in the situation where you need to talk to some of the players on the Grizzlies about <laughs> wrapping things up, I think you should go up to them and say, "Listen, I know difficult time, and I have a, a tough question for you. Does the world have more yes! eyes or legs?" Yes. <laughs> yes. Just go just right up it. to one of them and just see what happens, and then I think you're going to go super viral. Yeah. On TikTok. Yeah. And I think you're going to help this out. The person to ask is Stephen Adams. A hundred percent. Yes. And he might swear a little Do bit it. too, Do so we can like, throw some money in the That's swear okay. jar on the exit interviews and kill two birds with one stone. And 
Yeah, he would be great. He comes from a land of many creatures. Mm-hmm. It's true. They, oh they got my all God, the creatures. perspective would be so valuable. Right. Yeah. Perspective. International yeah. perspective on this. I'm yeah. a, I'm 100% in on Stephen Adams just being the final answer on this question. I will accept whatever he says as fact. Done. We all agree on that? I love it. Absolutely. Fine. I think this is a great... Um, if people want to call in or send us texts and let us know your thoughts and actually more importantly, your rationale, I don't, don't give, just give us an answer. Tell us why. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. That in our, what's that our, number page, our petty pyramid, petty pyramid and answer to more eyes or legs. Um, please call or text 631-397-0403. How's that? JB, Jessica Benson, you have been a delight. Thank you, guys. Hopefully we don't talk to you again for a while because you guys continue on in this. Even though I put money on Golden State back in November, I don't actually care about the money. I really want the story. So, yeah, I hope you guys go on as long as possible. And if it's you who needs to knock out the Phoenix Suns, then I bestow that power upon you. We will we all gladly on. take that torch here in Memphis. Please, <laughs> everyone, come visit Memphis. You can go to the Bass Pro Pyramid. Um, I always try to make sure. Anyone who doesn't doesn't know this city, it's a great city. Come visit that's my cell. There it is. There it is. City that's Council it. right there, ladies and gentlemen. Jessica Benson. Yeah. Guys, this was awesome. I hope you'll come back. Uh, well, no, you, no, you two will come back. You have to. So I'm, I'm not really excited about that. But <laughs> Jessica, I hope Jessica will come back. We will be back, back when we're back. See y'all. Woo. <laughs>